minded, we were blinded Looking for peace without Jesus, we can't find it Ministry minded, we were blinded Looking for peace without Jesus, we can't What up, what up, what up, what up How y'all doing? Welcome to another episode of Anthony's Godly Guidance I hope you love it, I hope it blesses you More importantly, I hope it gets you closer to God Enjoy It's your man Anthony. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Anthony's Godly Guidance. Um, so this is the final episode of the bullying series, and uh, I wanted to uh, take the time to you know focus on the concept of the the fact that hurt people hurt people, and um, I I say that because you know. One of the things that came to mind when thinking of this is, you know, I believe that some some bullying is is like, it, I, I don't believe it. I don't believe bullying is in, it's at least starting off as intentional. I don't believe that kids wake up one day and they like, hey, I want to be a bully, and so I'm gonna just start bullying other kids, you know, and and um. I, I also believe that some of the things that people do that's bullying, they don't intend for it to be that or they don't see it that way. And again, I'm not, by no means am I excusing it. But what I am saying is that, you know, we, we give a lot of attention to the people getting bullied. And we treat the people who are bullies like monsters. <clears throat> and I mean, not to say that they're, you know, they should be bullying people, but we need to try to figure out what's behind that instead of, you know, instead of being spiteful or hateful to these people, we, they, they need the same love. In fact, they might need more love. And what I mean by that is, you know, you got people who, who've never been shown any love in their lives and all they've seen is this, this, um, way of living and, you know, big surprise they become bullies themselves because they have people who aren't showing them love showing them the way and as i'm saying this i'm not i'm not speaking like this is an easy thing to do and i'm not saying that you know if you if you've been bullied i'm not discounting that cuz like i pointed out i've been bullied myself and showing the people who lo- bullied me love was the last thing on my mind but we as a society, especially being Christian, we've got to we've got to try to get to the to the root of it. And the root of it is the lack of love. And so, you know, we need to we need to show love. And this was this these Bible verses I'm about to read were mentioned in the last series of racism, but they apply here. And it's Matthew twenty two thirty six through 40. And it says. Teacher, which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? Jesus replied, we must have love. Excuse me. You must have you must love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, all your soul and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And a second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. So. There's another, there's another verse, and I think it's in um, 
It's Corinthians, First Corinthians 13, 8, I believe. Here, since I'm since I'm thinking about it, I'll just check it out. Um, I believe I'm right with that. Uh, yep, thirteen seven. What is it? What is it? Love never gives up, never loses faith. It's always helpful and endures through everything. Love never fails. So, if we want, if we want to bring about some change when it comes to this type of, these type of behaviors, instead of ostracizing and creating monsters, we need to, we need to love these people, show them that there's a different way. And I mean, I, I'm, I'd be hard pressed to believe or not to believe that if some of these individuals receive some love from somebody you know, or somebody showed that they cared for them, that might be enough in and of itself to get them to to repent from their ways when it comes to being being a bully, you know, because like this Bible verse says, love never fails. Instead of, we, we always try to combat evil with evil, and we wonder why we keep getting evil, you know, instead, I'm not, and again, what I'm, what I'm, what I am saying is not an easy thing to do because like, I work with the youth and I've been for, for some years and it is extremely challenging to see somebody that is a bully know that they're bullying and to not just have a certain you know thought process about them, not to treat them a certain way, not to talk to them a certain way. It, that It's a hard thing because... I mean, we're people, but that doesn't make it right. And like this Bible verse said, you know, like, you know, we, we, we need to, we need to love one another in order to get past that. That's the second, second commandment for us, you know, love your neighbor, love people. And I mean, since I'm talking about this, this is another verse in the Bible that talks about this. And it says, um, this is Matthew 5, 43 through 48. Excuse me. And it says, you've heard the law that says, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. And that way you will be acting as true children of the father in heaven. For he gives sunlight to both the evil and the good. He sends rain on the just and the unjust alike. If you love only those who love you, what reward is it? What reward is there for that? Even tax collectors do that much. If you are excuse me, if you, if you are kind only to your friends, how are you different from anyone else? Even the pagans do that. But you, but you are to be perfect, even as your father in heaven is perfect. So what is that saying? That's saying that let's, let's put it in the context and what we're doing. Even people that are bullies love the people that they love or that love them. You know what I'm saying? So we're sitting here condemning and judging these people and, and acting, treating them a certain way when even if somebody that is a bully shows love to the people essentially that they want to show love to. And so Jesus is saying, how does that make you any different if you're only showing love to, to people who love you? You're doing the same thing that they're doing. And so where, where, where is that... Um, 
where's that standing out that we're called to do? How do how do we get people to get past, you know, not loving if all we do is love those who love us or that, you know, that we feel deserve love? It's 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 a uh, again a hard thing to do, but how are we any different if we we're not showing? We're showing that I love certain people, but not other people. But I want you to quit being a bully, and I want you to love everybody. You know, so when it talks about the tax collectors, it says corrupt tax collectors. So basically, you know, Jesus is saying, well, shoot, even hardened criminals can show love to people they want to show love to. But. If we're supposed to be different and stand out, shouldn't you show love to somebody that you don't necessarily want to show love to? And it's a hard thing for us. But if we want to not create more bullies, we need to show them how not to be in the not to be in the mindset of bullying. And the only way to do that is through love. We can never, ever show love. Or correction, we can never we can never show people how not to be spiteful, evil, mean, if we don't show them love. I mean, it's just it's it it doesn't work that way. There's no possible way to get people to stop being, you know, mean or 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 vengeful, and and we're, that's what we're doing. So I can't sit here and be like, you know what, man, you need to stop acting that way. You need to quit being mean and picking at people and saying this and that to people. And then I'm sitting there saying, all right, well, I love, I love said people, but I don't love these other people. Like, how does, how does that work? How does that work? How do we, how do we do that? How do we expect people to get out of a thought process that we're not willing to do? So instead of ostracizing these people, let's show them love. Let's show them the way out. Let's show them how to, to be different. Let's show them. It's not easy. It's not going to happen overnight. But let's show them. If you do this, if you love, this is how you get past whatever you're what what you're dealing with. So I don't um I don't really think this is going to be a long a long uh, episode. I just I really feel that. That piece of the puzzle has been left out, and I, I think that everybody expects people to change, but don't expect to show how or why, if that makes sense. Like, I, I, I expect you to be better, but I expect you to be better because I say be better, not because I'm showing you how to be better. And... Society is notorious for doing that. And we have people who are made, you know, people make bad choices and and we we uh, crucify them. And then we don't want to give them another chance. And then we wonder why they get worse instead of trying to, re, you know, rehabilitate. And when I'm when I say rehabilitate, I'm not all I'm saying is we got to show people the way. Give them the option, but show them. Don't say, here, you need to make a change. You need to be better. Figure it out. 
how are they going to figure that out? If you have someone who's come from a horrible situation, they don't know love, they don't know anything, but, but how to be mean and how are we going to tell them, okay, figure it out, get better. That, that, that makes no sense. That's like, that's like someone coming up to me and being like, okay, so we need you to be, figure out how to, in, to be an engineer for this, for this engine, for lack of a better thing, just figure it out. How am I going to do that without someone showing me? I don't know anything about engines. How am I going to fix this? You need to show me how. So, again, I I um I think I think the importance or the it's important that we understand the concept that hurt people hurt people and one of the things that we have to be better about and I say we because, I mean, me is like we can't take everything that is said to us. You know, when hurt people are saying things, oftentimes they're just hurt. So that's that's what they know. If you work with children and they say mean things when they're mad, well, they're mad and they're hurt and they know all they know is how to hurt. And instead of trying to be like, you know, always trying to come down on them, like, well, show them, show them what we're saying. We don't want you to be mean or or evil spirited. We want you to be loving. So let me show you some love. But that I mean, and that's not saying that to let people walk all over you, but it is saying that there's a better there's a way, you know, I understand that you're in pain. I understand that. But let me show you how to act a different way. Let me show you a better way. That way, we'll they will we will see a better way out of them. And so, I have one more Bible verse, and then I have one last thing I want to mention, and then we'll be done with this episode. And anyway, so James one nineteen it says, "Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters, you must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry." I'm going to read that again. Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters. You must be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. So, how does that apply to what I'm saying? We have people who are dealing with certain things. You know, there's these people who are hurt, and they're lashing out. And all we're doing is telling them what they should do. When sometimes we need to shut up and listen to what they need. Because sometimes it's lashing out is because they're they're hurt, they're struggling with something, and they don't have an outlet, and we don't give them an outlet. We just tell them how wrong they are and how how bad they are and how whatever adjective you want to use, and they're just they're struggling, and so because we won't let them speak, they shut down and they respond how they know how. And that's by lashing out. That's by violent. That's by whatever, whatever means, you know, they, they've come accustomed to, whether that's physical, whether that's verbal, whatever have you. And so let's, let's listen to what people are doing. Let's listen to what people are saying. If they're hurting and they're trying to tell us they're hurting, why don't we listen to why they're hurting? Let's listen to what's hurting them. And maybe, just maybe, by listening, we can show them how to handle the hurt that they are or how to 
how to fix, deal with, whatever, however you want to word it. You know, maybe by doing this, instead of people, um, instead of people feeling like they can't talk to anybody, now you got someone who, who understands that there's at least somebody that'll let them vent their frustration out. And so instead of taking it out on somebody else or taking it out, on you know, picking on some kid, now they have someone that they'll go to and that they'll, that, that they know will let them talk. And, you know, it's, it's a, what a concept, right? A beautiful thing, knowing that I have someone that I can vent to, as opposed to always feeling like I have to keep myself, you know, keep, keep composure or, you know, I, or in the sense of with the, with someone that's hurting, I I can go to someone and they will let me validate my pain as opposed to telling me that I'm just bad or I'm just wrong. And that's one thing that we do terribly wrong in our society is we, we we're quick to just tell people what they're doing wrong. And when they go to tell us why, we don't care. Because we made up our mind that you need to you need to be this way. You need to do this this way. You need to speak this way. You need to act this way. You know, as opposed to why is this why why is this person so hurt? Why is this person lashing out like that? Just saying you're wrong ain't gonna help them figure out why they're wrong. But letting them come to you and talk to you will Goodness gracious, what happens? They open up, they go to talking, and next thing you know, they figured out why that they're doing what they're doing. And now they can, you know, they can make adjustments themselves. If we want people to stop doing something instead of telling them it's wrong, you can't do it. We need to let them see why it's wrong. We need to let them be able to work that out. So... Instead of shutting people down, shutting them out, let's let's hear them out. Let's let them talk. Let's let them vent. You know, and I work with with kids, and you know there are times that I've been t- working with a kid, talking with a kid, and they've been just they were they were frustrated, and so they come up to me and they're talking a certain way, cussing and fussing and hollering and venting, and you know what? If that's what they need, there have been times we'll let them do it. I mean, is it really going to, is it going to hurt for them, for you to sit there and listen to somebody vent? You know, what if they don't need your advice? What if they really just need someone to listen to the pain that they're going through? And if they're in a moment of pain and the only way they didn't know how to get it out is being frustrated and, and saying things, I mean, it, it's whatever, it's, you know, it. And sometimes we feel like it's directed at us, and it's really not. We're just the person that's there at the time. So we need to get over ourselves, basically, and hear people out, you know? I've I've, I've had students be mad, go off, say F this, F that, this, this, that, and the third, and, you know, I didn't jump on them for that. And, you know, there's been there's been times that after they've done that, they felt better. And you know what happened? Nothing violent, nothing bad. They just needed a minute. 
And I've also been to jobs where I've seen people who, who instead of giving them the time they need to vent, they're jumping on their case saying, well, you need to stop this and you need to do this and you need to figure this out and you need to act and blah, 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 blah. And you need to, and you need to, and you need to. And guess what? These kids have lost their mind. They've blown up. Why? Because they needed, they needed the vent. They needed their time. They needed a safe space. They needed someone that, that, um, believed in them, that, that cared, that, you know, let me validate your feelings. Instead of saying that you're wrong, let me validate that. Go ahead and say what you need to say. Get it off your chest. And if if you get you venting and saying F words at me will stop you from going to beat somebody up, well, I'm okay with that. And I can live with that. And you know what? I to to any of the to any of my former students I'm sure they could vouch for that, and and still to this day, if y'all need that, I'm here. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Snapchat, you know, and I, I've given out the email address of people who who listen to this, and they don't they don't know me or like that, or you know, Anthony's Godly Guidance at gmail.com. You know what? If you need that, reach out. I don't think enough of us are doing that. We're so busy telling people why they're wrong and not giving them the 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 space to express what what they're dealing with. So you know, I I, I say that because I don't want it this to be a bashing somebody. You you know I I can't stand bullies. I can't I can't stand the concept of bullies. However, I love people, and if me being the person that you feel comfortable venting to helps you and it stops somebody else from taking that in a worse way, then I'm all for it. And, and, you know, I think that's the way for us to get, we can do this as a society, open up to, to people, give them a safe place to speak, to go to, and they won't have to go beating up on other people or picking at other people. I mean, what amazing concept. So I I don't want to stay too much on that because I have one, one last thing that I do want to say. And um, I'm not going to give any names on this. <clears throat> um, but I am going to mention because I'm, you know, speaking about empathy. The, the, the reason, the start of this, what sparked this episode was um, a suicide that has happened. And again, I'm not, it's not my place to say names or, or anything. Um, but this is what sparked this series. And I think... The, the the place of empathy comes in with this because I'm sitting here talking about how we need to empathize with people who are being hurt, but we need to empathize with people who are, are doing the hurt because they are hurting themselves. So let's 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 find a way past our pride and um, let's find a way to show love, to show empathy, to show compassion to somebody hurting. 
um i i i um i oftentimes empathy with me goes so deep and i'm not saying this to brag i'm saying this to to make a point I, the empathy that I have for people hurting is so deep, so strong sometimes that as I was hurting because of the suicide, I found out as I watched the parents suffer that I hurt even more after watching the parents that were suffering. That's not to take away from the suicide because that messed me up. But watching the parents struggle with what they've seen, it hurt. And so rather than being heartless, you know, or being, I can't think of the words I want to say right now, reaching out, hey, you know what, if you need to talk, I'm here. If you need love, I'm here. If you just need to vent, I'm here. If you just, whatever, I'm here. Not saying silly things that our society has taught people, well, well, you just need to get over it. I mean, come on now. That's that's silly. Oh, man. Um, I just, I just, maybe I'm a dreamer. Maybe I'm a dreamer, but to me, if everybody can have more empathy and compassion, a lot of issues that are going on would be alleviated. And I just, I, I, I can't know. There's nothing anyone else can tell me that would have me believe any different than that. Because the only person who would sway my opinion is God. And God's not going to tell me that. Because the Bible verse that I read earlier was talking about love. Love your neighbor. Love never fails. If we put a face with people with the, with the hurt, and we put human. Sorry, if we put if we let the, if we saw people as human humanistic humans, we we would have more empathy and compassion. Sometimes when people are going through stuff, we we see we see the problem or the issue, and that way we can dehumanize the situation and not have empathy as opposed to focusing on the fact that it is a person struggling with an issue, not in not, the, the issue. Isn't the, 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 the thing, the situation, the circumstance isn't the thing. It is the person that is hurting. That is the important piece to that. And we often do that backwards we we focus on the issue, the circumstance, the situation about people, and that way we can just do what we want with it. We can focus on it. We can let it go. We can try to help them. Maybe not because I'm more focused on the issue, the circumstance, than the person. We need to put the person first. People first. This is a person that is struggling with hurt. And if we can put a person that's struggling with hurt we can show love to the person that is bullying because it's not they're not a bully. This is a person that is struggling with something and they are, their way of dealing with it is acting through bullying. If we could do that, we can help these people. And to, to the person that may be hurting with someone and is bullying, 
I love you. And I mean that. If you're hurting and you have nobody that you can reach out to, I've given my information. I mean, I have the Anthony's Godly Guidance Facebook, which is attached to my Facebook, which I get an email. If you are hurting and you need, if nothing else, someone to talk to, I'm opening that door. Because I believe that everybody needs to have somebody to talk to. So instead of holding on to the anger, the hurt, and letting that lash out at other people, you have one person, if nobody else, that's saying, I'm here to help you. I'm here to listen. I'm here to to uh, do what I can, what's within my power, to help take the pain away. And sometimes that could be leading you to somebody else. Sometimes that could be leading you to a professional. Sometimes that could just be listening to what you got to say. I mean, I, I don't... I am not trying to say what the right way to do that is and I'm I, I you know I have all kind of counseling and psychology classes that say this or that and some people they are you know all I'm saying is this there's a way there's always hope and there are people that care and if my way of helping you is listening then I will do that if my way of helping is directing you to a professional, I will do that. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, I just want to say that. Please, please, please understand that if you're hurting, holding on to that hurt is going to destroy you. There's somebody that cares. There's somebody that cares. Somewhere in your circumference, somebody cares. And to the people who are not necessarily the ones who are bullying, but you might know of somebody, I mean, maybe you can go outside of your comfort zone and offer. Hard thing to do. I'm not, I'm not saying it isn't. And maybe they won't accept it, but maybe they will. Maybe if instead of them coming to you and, and you know they come to you with something like they're going to go off and bully and you say, well, is there something I can do to help you? Is there something you need from me? Is there something, is there something that I can do to, to, to bless you? That might change the whole demeanor. And you might gain a friend as opposed to an enemy. I mean, just think about that. Again, not, that's not what society teaches. And it's not the easy thing to do. But. What if it what if you do that and you reach out and you find out that the reason that this person is acting a certain way is because they're dealing with something and you have the means to help them. Isn't that worth it? And if not, then, you know, <laughs> you tried. Take it somewhere else. Hey, I tried to help this person. I offered it. They spit it back in my face. Now I'm going to someone else. Y'all need to do something to help this person. But at least attempt it. I've had to. I'm not I'm not saying to do something that I, I have not had to do myself. So anyway, I don't want to keep going on this because, I mean, 
I'll keep talking in circles and I'm sure you get the point. So this is the end of this series. Uh, I pray that you, um, those under the sound of my voice, heard my heart. Heard, you know, that what my, my intention is, is to end bullying by love, not by force. Not to call out people, not to alienate people, but to show people that there's hope. And if we can get everyone to understand there's hope, we won't have bullying situations. We we won't have suicidal situations. You know, we can, as I've said before, we could we can eliminate most conflict, if not all. And, you know, like I said, there's nothing anyone will say to change my mind on that. I believe that. I have believed that for years, and I, I, I just believe that people don't give it a shot. I believe that the enemy to everything I'm saying is pride, and people people hold on to pride more than they hold on to oftentimes family. You know, pride is, pride is an evil thing that hurts and destroys, but people hold on to it and cherish it like it's like gold and all it does is destroy. And I'm not speaking at you. I'm speaking from a place of understanding that, you know, people would, they would much rather be prideful and live a hellacious life than letting go of pride and potentially have finding peace in life. And I, I mean, it's a reoccurring theme. I see it all the time. I see it all the time, all the time with people I love, with myself, with, with people that I work with. I see it all the time. Pride is just, it's a horrible thing and it is destroying our society. And we're allowing it to. So I uh, I feel that there's an episode coming to focus on that pride that I was talking about. And uh, well, maybe we'll get we'll go a little deeper into that here and here pretty soon. But anyway, like I said, I pray that all those under the sound of my voice hear what I'm saying, hear my heart understand where where I'm coming from and most importantly understand that God is trying to speak and we have the potential to save but are we willing to pay the cost of pride to do that so anyway um next week will be next week will not be <laughs> I, I feel like the last couple have been very strong, serious. So next week we'll be a little more uh, lighthearted. We'll, we'll we'll talk about something that isn't dire. I don't know what that is yet, but I do know that next week will be a little more lighthearted. Anyway, I love y'all. God bless you. Peace. <laughs>